we're having one of the most historic starts to 2022 when it comes to investing. So what are clients doing to run to safety? On today's conversation, we're going to talk about I-bonds and tips. We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Param. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with CloudVestor. Untangling your finances, that's the purpose, the mission, the job of this podcast. The purpose, the mission, the job of Mo Param of CloudVestors. CloudVestors is a fiduciary firm that incorporates and blends the convenience and, well, actually, the what people demand of in our in 2022 uh, of virtual planning in many ways and uh, well, but along with the human touch which people have always demanded uh, to interact with another human being wow I'm going way long with this intro Mo how are you today <laughs> uh, I'm doing good Dave how are you doing I'm doing okay I'm doing okay I just felt like I butchered the but y- you know what I'm trying to say though I mean people have always demanded um, the human touch and felt secure with that but they also nowadays we we are a i we kind of want to do it on my terms more so and yeah it's, it's a combination of convenience right yeah uh, being able to do things on your own or at your own time which is always huge right time is a very valuable asset probably one of our most important and most valuable asset but also that that ability to to know that there's another human being on the other line on the phone there's another human being on the other side of the webcam, which is what we do, which is how we do a lot of our uh, uh, our, our planning with our mm-hmm. clients. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's great to have that 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 human approach to uh, to investing, but also know that um, we we're, we're not limited to just sitting down face to face with our clients. We can travel with you if you're on a vacation. We can travel with you if you're on your lunch break. We can be wherever you are uh, on demand, which is good. Yeah, it is good. I like it. That's what I was trying to say. You just said it better. <laughs> hey, did you ever, you played tag growing up, right? Tag. I did. Okay. I don't know if you played, this is how we played it. You know, you put yourself out there and you're in danger of being tagged at any moment, but you also, there was a home base you could run to. So when it got a little crazy, you could run to home base. I don't know if you played it like that. Yeah, rent a home base, kind of regroup, um, and then get ready for the next, get yourself uh, for the back next round. Now, right now, and, and I guess you would run to home base when everybody's kind of turning to you because you're the closest to them and, you know, they want to tag you, but um, or the person who's it is running to you, is closest to you, so you can run to home base and escape them. Well, right now, the person who is it is volatility. <laughs> and right now we are trying to, you know, for at least for now, you don't run to home base and camp out there. You don't pitch a tent there, but you get to home base for a little bit of safety. And that's the way when you talked about, you know, what, what are we looking to run to safety now? That's what it reminded me of. Just getting to home base for a minute. I like that. I like that analogy. That was I've, I've never heard someone use that analogy before. And if you don't mind, I'm going to steal that. You may steal it. Uh, and I just I'll came up that. with it. I mean, I'm a, oh, truly good. you just reminded me of it. So you it's yours. Oh, it's mine. I oh, bequeath to you the home base analogy. <laughs> uh, well, thank you. Thank you. No. Yeah. This this year, you know, and I try not to make light of the situation, but we're having a really volatile start to 2022. Uh, in fact, uh, as of this past week, this past week, Friday, uh, the S&P fell more than like 30, over 13% from, from January to April. So 
that is the worst start to the year since 1939. The- so we're, we're seeing a, a, a tremendous amount of pullback and volatility this year. So you're talking about, so what you said there, the S&P, we're seeing the worst start since 1939. That's right. That is right. I mean, it is, we've seen swings where the Dow has, uh, has lost a thousand points in a given day. Uh, NASDAQ, you know, as of just recording today, is down almost three and a half percent. I mean, we're just seeing so much volatility this year that, yeah, I mean, just on the S&P 500 alone, it's having its worst start to the year since 1939. I mean, that is we're talking Great Depression area. Well, um, we are absolutely are. And that's really scary. Uh, and no wonder people are wanting to kind of rush run to home base for a second. Now, mm-hmm. one of the things we're going to look at, we, we're actually you, you, you you're pointing out two home bases here. And they are TIPS, which are Treasury Inflation Protected Securities, and something you just talked about in a recent podcast, and that's I-bonds. So, well, let's break down both of those. Can we start with I-bonds since you've already kind of touched on that in a previous podcast? Sure, sure. So uh, I-bonds actually are getting a lot of attention right now because of their air quotes around the word safety, but... Um, essentially, what I bonds are Treasury bonds. So these are bonds that are um, that are directly uh, uh, issued by the Treasury, and essentially what it does is it pays a fixed interest rate. And as of today's recording, the interest rate is nine point six two percent. So it's uh, there's a it's it's con- it's comprised of two rates that are blended together. One there's a fixed rate and there's an inflation adjusted rate. So that's what the I stands for in the I bond. It's like an inflation adjustment bond. So it's all about addressing inflation. It's, it's in the name. It's in the name, right? Uh, so so it's funny, not really funny, but like the fixed rate is zero. Mm-hmm. So they're basically guaranteeing you zero, but with the inflation adjusted rate, it ends up being 9.62. And that's for bonds that are issued currently May, I think through November or through through October. And then November, new rates are going to be uh, uh, issued. So currently, so that's tracking better than inflation. You're oh, making, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you're 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 making more than inflation, but you know, the, our last numbers, inflation, were touching over, a little over eight percent. Yeah. So it's kind of keeping in line with uh, how inflation was from March to March and uh, of last year. But we'll we'll get the new inflation numbers from April to April believe that comes out this week. So we'll see, you know, how inflation has been handled um, uh, over that time frame. But yeah, I mean, we, we've seen this a steady increase, you know, basically since like November of last year of every month when the, when the CPI and inflation numbers come out, it's just been ticking higher and higher and higher, which is causing a lot of this volatility. And we're seeing it, gas pumps, grocery stores, uh, you know, I, ju- I just got uh, an email from my exterminator saying that they're raising their rates by 8%, right? So we're starting to see, you know, just the cost of doing business, the cost of living going up. Yeah, and magically, and, uh, or mysteriously, by 8%, rather, right? That's where <laughs> inflation is now. Now, we're recording on Monday, May 9th, and you said we're going to get the word on the with the April numbers soon, possibly this week. That's uh, right. When... As far as the I-bonds, w- w- when are the inflation adjustments made? 
Well, you so may the, have touched on that. I'm so the bonds are issued. So the new rates are issued uh, are released every six months. So these bonds that are issued between now uh, from May all the way through, so from six months from now, so basically from May through November, uh, well, May to November, the rates are going to be 9.62%. That's what it's going to be. Uh-huh. So no matter what the inflation numbers are, those are what the bonds are going to That's to the yield. rate. Okay. And then new and the new rates are released or uh, or announced six months after every every six months. So we'll we'll see what the new adjustment, uh, what the new interest rates would be for the I bonds. Always it, based on know, the current rate. It's so always based on the current rate. Like if if magically and certainly this isn't going to happen, but let's say next week inflation drops down to two percent, which is not going to happen. But you're locked in at that nine point six two until it's time for an adjustment. That's right. Okay. That's right. So rates, the new rates are are are, uh, are announced every six months, but if you purchase a bond, um, then your those rates are essentially the rates that you receive are essentially locked in for a twelve month period, assuming you don't um, you know liquidate that bond. Okay, so, right. Uh, so I would say anyone who's who's going to look at I bonds as a way to uh, uh, have some level of security, some level mm-hmm. of uh, predictability in their investment, then, you know, you want to make this at least a one year commitment, at least one year, at least one year, you want to make it at least a five year commitment, though, because if you forfeit your bonds within five years, then uh, well, not forfeit, if you uh, if you redeem your bond within five years of buying it, then you forfeit three months, um, the last three months of interest. Which is not awful, but it is a kind of penalty if you redeem your bond within a five-year period. You won't be getting the the three months of it. Right. Okay. Uh, Because most I-bonds reach their maturity um, for 30 years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you buy a bond in 2022, it quote-unquote matures in 2052. Mm -hmm. Meaning that, you know, uh, that's when the last bit of of payment is made on that bond. Well, how... Okay, so as long as you can, then on this, I mean, or or when would you look at getting out of it? Um, I mean, now it seems to be we're calling it one of the home bases now where we are now. Let's say we get back to we're roaring again. What do you do with that? Should you get rid of that, liquidate it, do what you have to do, and move on to something, move to something else? Well, it's part of planning, right? So the idea behind any type of investment strategy is to understand, one, why you purchased it, why you made that investment, how does it play within your plan, and if there's a reason to switch. Uh-huh. So I don't necessarily feel like, okay, the market is roaring, it's, it's kicking back up. Okay, I'm getting 9.62, let's say, but the S&Ps, you know, it's spitting out a 12% return. Let's just go ahead and ditch the this I-bond. I think you have, to, you have to have an investment strategy before going in. Going well, it's not, but so anything. much you can put in it anyway, right? Yeah, you're limited. You're limited to how much. Good point. You're limited to how much you can put in. So we're we're at ten grand for an individual. Uh, you can do another five grand uh, if you use your tax returns for it. So let's just call it fifteen grand. Uh, you can put into it in a given year. Mm-hmm. So we're limited to how much, right? So even if you had a million dollars burning a hole in your pocket, it's not as if you can put a million dollars into the iPad. I mean, iPad, <laughs> into the <laughs> iBonds. Uh, so yeah, so you're limited to how much you can put in. So maybe, you know, some look at it as, you know, 10 grand, not a big deal uh, for this climate of, in this season of life right now. I'm willing to, you know, have at least part of my money getting some type of return throughout, you know, throughout inflationary, high inflationary periods. What a- 
What about taxes with I-bonds? So taxes are interesting with I-bonds because you don't pay taxes. Well, first of all, they're they're state tax-free as far as the the interest rates are concerned. Um, They're not federally tax-free, but you only pay the taxes when you redeem them. Okay. Okay. So if you, so basically let's say you held your, your I bond for 30 years and you just never sold it, right? All the interest just kept compounding and compounding over time. Then you didn't pay any taxes, but then 30 years, you know, you have to redeem at that point. So you may have this big tax bomb waiting for you at the end. Uh, but that's, that's one good thing. Um, one pro behind I bond is that it's a, as far as tax are concerned, it's it's tax deferred, at least federally tax deferred. So uh, so you don't have to worry about paying taxes on an annual basis, right? So as far as diversification is concerned, it's a it's another way to add a layer of tax diversification in your investment portfolio. We're playing tag. Volatility is it, and we don't want to get tagged. So of course we're looking for home base to run to. Mo is covering a couple of home bases here. He's already covered I-bonds. We're going to look at tips straight ahead as we look at home base today on the podcast, Your Finances Untangled. How can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning? The convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. That's a relationship you can trust. At CloudVestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. Hey, we're back. It's Your Finances Untangled, Mo Param with CloudVestors. And yes, visit that website, CloudVestors.com. You, wherever you are in your financial life, you think, wow, it's complicated enough already. And now we're throwing in volatility, high inflation. I need help. And that's what they're there for. And they do in a fiduciary manner uh, because they are, CloudVestors is a fiduciary firm. They help people in all areas of their financial life. And speaking of that, Mo, uh, we, when we talked about I-bonds, which we just covered earlier, uh, a couple of podcasts ago, we actually used that as a great example of how if you suggest I-bonds, it's really a good example of you acting on behalf of your clients in a fiduciary manner. Yeah, because it, that's that's our role, right? Uh, we have to, our standards, legally, we have to make recommendations that are in the best interest of the client. And sometimes, right, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be any type of investment that we can actually manage for a client because I because I bonds are are issued directly through the treasury you know we're not managing it for the clients right these are yeah. the clients are purchasing this from the government but in this in the year like we're seeing right now where someone is looking for because because normally what someone would do when it comes to uh, looking to kind of shrink volatility or manage volatility they may run to some type of fixed instrument you know like uh, uh 
uh, some type of bond, right? Yeah. But if you look at the bond market right now, year to date, I mean, uh, I just looked at these numbers just now. Here we go. So I'll give you the exact numbers. Monday, so May right 9th. Now, so right <laughs> now, the 10-year treasury as of Friday, uh-huh. down 12 and a half, 12, almost 13%, 12.9%. U.S. bond market down 10.5%. Global bonds down 12.4. Munis, municipal bonds down 9.5. So normally these these tend to be you know fixed income yeah. um, type of uh, bond instruments are usually one where someone goes to if they're looking to you know manage the downside. But you can see right now you know down um, down over double digits. Mm-hmm. It's been very hard in this environment with rising interest rates and rising inflation to to seek. Uh, stability in the bond market. So these I-bonds, again, you're limited to how much you can invest in there, uh, but it is a place for us in this world, in this in this market that we're seeing right now, to have some, protect, uh, some protection, uh, uh, predictability, uh, something, right? Getting some type of, of, of yield on your dollars. You can't put them. One thing you can't do is you can't put them in your IRA or any tax deferred account. So like, um, that's one. That's another. Well, I guess that's a con behind it, right? Okay, uh, right. If you're looking yeah. to add some some of these I bonds inside your IRAs, your Roths, um, because you're seeing all the volatility, you can't do it. Okay, you can't do that. All you right. can't do it. Uh, it already has your your tax deferral tax deferral element to it, like an IRA does. Um, but you can't do it into, it has to be a taxable account. It has to be a brokerage account. Well, we're looking at now, I mean, we, we, the analogy that now Mo owns because I gave it to him, uh, is when we played tag and, um, when you needed a break or maybe the heat was coming on because the person it was closest to you and you knew they were really fast. Um, you would run to home base and be protected for a while. And that's what we're looking at, running to safety. And we covered I-bonds. And now let's look at TIPS, Treasury Inflation Protected Securities. Can you give us the breakdown on TIPS? That's a mouthful, right? It yeah. really is. <laughs> uh, they're issued by the government. Uh-huh. So in its name, right, Treasury Inflation Protected Security. So it is uh, indexed for inflation. Um, so essentially what it is, is these uh, these bonds that are issued by the government that have essentially an inflation adjustment um, uh, protection to it. So it, it keeps up with the consumer price index. But there are some differences with between uh, the I-bonds and the TIPS. Uh, one big difference is that TIPS are traded uh, in the market. So okay. you can actually... I mean, you can buy tips from the government, the same website you can go to to buy um, the I-bonds, which is treasurydirect.gov. I mean, if, you, if you're looking to buy these uh, uh, I-bonds or tips, you can go to treasurydirect.gov, open up an account and buy it directly from the government. But you can also buy tips at a brokerage house. So oh, okay. uh, TD Ameritrade, Charles Schwab, Vanguard, all these different brokerages, you can buy tips there. You can't do that with an I-bond. All right. So there's one difference. It's That's still, though, difference. tips, obviously, again, it's in the name here, so it's certainly factoring in inflation. So it's something you could look at as, and, and maybe saying home base is too broad because you're not looking at moving everything to anything. 
Uh, you're just looking at what, how to best in your diversified strategy. What do you, what should you be looking at now? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what you should be. That's right. You don't want to, it, at any type of diversification, I, I don't, I don't prescribe to you want to have all your, all your eggs in one basket, mm-hmm. right? Because I think to be quite honest. I think a lot of people have done that over the last, I mean, call it 12 years where the market has just been humming. And yeah. you know, I, I, before, you know, as we're consulting with potential clients, we'll look at their investments and, you know, run a report to see how, uh, it's going to be a little geeky, but like how correlated their assets are, meaning like how in, in any rise or fall in a market, right? How similar is the movement of their investments? And a, a, a positive correlation means that they move in the same direction. So for the last few years, I've seen clients where all of their investments are heavily correlated. And you know, it, it, it probably breeds a little bit of false confidence because the market has just been on a, on a roll the last 12 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but then this year, what we're seeing is reality that there is volatility and there will be volatility in the market. And so if you're, all of your assets are heavily correlated, they're going to move up in, a, in the same, they're going to move up at the same time, but it also means they're going to move down at the same speed, right? Because they're so correlated to each other. So there, there is no diversification. Right. So again, exactly. These, these, uh, uh, these, these instruments, the bonds and the tips just add another layer of diversification. If you're looking for, you know, something that has some type of, um, inflation protection to it, something that has maybe a little bit of stability when it comes to a volatility. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just another layer to building your investment plan. Yeah, and, and now in times like this, more than ever, you really pointed to that as the need for a diversified strategy, which you really should have at all times. But we're looking at uh, I-bonds and tips now. Um, what are some good things about tips, some other good things about Tips. Uh, the uh, the investment um, amount. So the t- iBods, you can only add, you can only have ten grand um, a year unless you do another five with your with your uh, income tax. So let's call it fifteen. Let's just call it ten grand. But with tips, you can. There's really no limit to how much you can put into it. Okay. So so real. So that's a great pro, right? So for those who. You know, who think ten grand is just not enough? They have again, they have more money that they want to put to set aside to uh, to combat inflation. Then tips, you know, we we have that ability there. Um, again, trading in the trading in the uh, in the open market is another is another positive for tips. Yeah. Right? So you still get some. Uh, you're able to basically um, get in and get out at your own time. Remember, remember before I told you about the I bonds. You really want to at least hold it for a year, at least a uh-huh, year. Uh-huh. I think it's even actually even hard to redeem it within a year. Um, but tips, since you're trading them, uh, like you would trade a stock, you can go in and out, right? So you may just hold, you know, tips for, uh, you know, six month period, and then get out, and then get out if you want to. Um, so that's that's another pro. That leads um, me to the question of those: how you, how do taxes work with tips? You can also, oh, before I do that, you can okay. also put tips in uh, 401ks and IRAs. Oh, okay. Another advantage, which you can't, as you said, with I-bonds. That's right. Okay. Um, but tips, though, they the, the taxes are completely different than they are with I-bonds. 
So you, as an investor, you would pay taxes on the income um, made on uh, uh, that you've made on your investment on an annual basis. So that is that is a difference, a, a big difference between the I bonds and the tips, because tips um, I, I bonds again you don't pay the taxes until you actually redeem your uh, your I bonds, but with tips if interest is paid on your I bonds then I'm sorry on your tips then you would pay the taxes on that given year. Well, these two things we've looked at, would you look at it as an either or or both? I would look at it at both mm-hmm. um, because one is, you know, I-bonds, again, you can't put them into your qualified accounts, into your IRAs or uh, 401ks, right? So if you're looking for some type of inflation protection within those type, within those type of accounts, then tips could be a good, a good, uh, a good option for you. Uh, you have, again, I-bonds, you're limited to only 10 grand, right? So if you're, let's just say simple math you had like 50 grand that you wanted to to add towards some type of uh, inflation protection then you can blend it right you can have a blend of i bonds and you can have a blend of tips so that so i never look at things as either or Mm -hmm. are there ways that you can do both and yes this is you can definitely yeah again if it fits within your investment strategy i just i go i go back to it you want to have an investment strategy i wonder if you definitely want to like younger generation, like Gen Zers would be like, oh, no, I want I-bonds because it's got I in it. Like <laughs> iTunes, <laughs> iPad, iPhone. Uh, it has to be cool. It has to be modern. It has well, to be you, of the Gen Z Well, you generation. saw I stumbled and called it iPad. Uh, you earlier. did, right, uh, exactly. But the I here is inflation, so that, yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. But, you know, I wonder, though, just branding, you know, I thing. Yeah, it sounds cool, right? I yeah, bond. yeah, I bond. I bond. But actually, you've pointed out the the good and the bad with both, and uh, they're both certainly things you sh- wouldn't hurt, does not hurt to take a look at. And again, back to the fiduciary um, responsibilities of Cloudvestors or any fiduciary firm, they're going to point out things that they have to point out things that are in your best interest. So, which is another reason to visit the website cloudvestors.com. And wow, that's amazing what we opened with, what you said, Mo, because I think it was, was it specifically the S&P you were talking about having the worst start to a year since 1939? 1939, worst start of the year of investing. Wow. Well, I I, I hope we can get out of this. Um, it's I mean, we're, we're recording on May 9th and I was just pulling up uh, everything's down at this moment and, you know, stocks sink to 2022 lows with volatility gripping markets. We're, we're just, we're going to have to just see where this goes. I know that you'll stay on top of it. Uh, the tag analogy. Now, let me ask you this. Did you ever play freeze tag? Uh, that's the best tag. It is the best tag. Yeah. I admit. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Did you play because I, I know I'm older than you are, but this was the most fun thing to play in school. I bet they don't play it now. Did you play dodgeball? Oh, yes. I love that. I love If you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that from? If you can dodge, I know that. If you can dodge, what is it from? The movie Dodgeball with the, uh, Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn. Have I not seen that? You have not seen Dodgeball? First off, number one, I'm having a moment of deja vu. 
Like, I think we've talked about this movie. I think I think I heard that line you just said from you. Oh, you've got to watch that movie. Dodgeball? Yes. When did it come out? Do you know? Ooh. Uh, I mean, gosh, I like everybody you said. 2000, I was still in New York then, so probably 2005. Okay, Ben Stiller. Who else is in it? Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, I like them. Can't Jason go Bateman wrong. Jason has a little... Uh, a little cameo there? Oh, you can't go wrong with that. I got to check it out. I just wrote it down. You got to watch it. Because I was not feeling well um, this past weekend, and I binge-watched. That's all I did. I didn't feel like doing anything. You know, when you have a little bit of a fever, you just don't feel like moving. So oh, I yeah. had a ch- I've, been, I've been there. Yeah, and the, I mean, I don't like to be like that, but the one good thing is it actually forces me to watch something on TV. And so I did a lot of binge-watching. So I need to 2004. find 2004. Here we go. 2004. All right. I'm checking it out. I'll have it on one of my streaming services, <laughs> platforms. Trust me, you're going to enjoy it. I believe it. Well, uh, thanks for the information again, Mo. As always, you know, we, we've been doing this uh, podcast now. We're, we're very close. I think this is 98 or 99 that we're on now. But oh, I was, boy. as before we go, I guess my point there, golly, I'm getting so ahead of myself. I a lot has changed since we first started. We we started doing this podcast in the in the middle of COVID. I mean, still kind of it was early. Still, it was June twenty twenty. I mean, we we were just into COVID when we yeah. started doing this podcast, and and uh, so much has changed. And I know you'll stay on top of it. But here's the question I have for you: We did a big fiftieth podcast celebration, and I was going to say one hundredth. But I wanted to get your take on this. Should we put that off to one episode 104? Because that'll officially be two years of podcast. Ooh. What do you think? Should we? Because if we make, if we keep it at 100, we're either at 98 or 99 now. So you're going to have to get busy ordering those helium balloons and noisemakers. <laughs> uh, you know what? 100 is a nice ring to it. But yeah. two years has a... Two years has even better. It rate. sounds longer, doesn't it? It sounds yeah. longer. Okay. Well, you so let's just do, do that. We're going to do, what, we're going to do 104. Sounds good to me. All right. Very good. All right. But one thing's for sure. We're back next week to record all over again. These things drop normally every Friday. Uh, this is on a Monday. We're catching up from Friday. I'll put I'll put this on as soon as I can. So Thanks, if you're man. hearing, it means I already did it anyway. Thanks so much <laughs> for listening. Stay with us, and we'll talk to you again right here on Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Moise Param and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. 